Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whatever time is most appropriate for you as you are tuning in to this podcast. And I thank you so much for your time. I certainly appreciate it because there are a number of things that you could be doing right now on this day. What day is it? It is the day that the Lord has made and we should rejoice and be glad in it. And that verse of scripture is found in Psalm 118 verse 24. What does it mean to rejoice? It means to experience joy and gladness in a high degree, to be exhilarated with a lively and pleasurable sensations and to exalt. And my acronym for rejoice is reach every day for the joy offered in Christ to everyone. So how are you? How are you doing today? I pray that you are well. I pray that it is a good day for you, but if not, then that's what I'm here for. I am here just for a short while to encourage you, to hopefully inspire and motivate you into doing some of those things that you desire to do. I talked a little bit in the last episode about starting where you are now. And I don't feel like I was quite finished with that message. So I am going to pick it up again here because I really want you to get it. I mentioned how I was not in a very, I'll say, I I wasn't in a very upbeat mood and, and I'm not feeling really uppity and, you know, Hey, everything's great. Good. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just, you know, it's just groovy, dude. You know, like they used to say back in the seventies and I am trying to make the point that you do not always have to feel a certain way. You do not always have to be in a certain place, in a certain frame of mind 
to begin something or to, in this case, continue. I've been podcasting now for several months. It took a lot. I talk about it throughout various episodes, especially at the beginning. It took a whole lot for me to even get back to the place of podcasting again, getting the equipment in place and finding the right programs. Like I tried, I started off with audacity that was recommended highly that I find pretty difficult. Um, I've tried it. It's on my desktop. I've viewed a few tutorials. I just could not for some reason get into audacity. And then I tried some other outlets and I looked for other information. And then I found anchor found out I could basically just download the app, hit the record button and start talking. I plug up my microphone, my headphones are plugged in. Hey, I'm good to go. And I've been working through it. And, and then I, you know, uh, uh, downloaded Spreaker and then I decided to upgrade to a pro package. And so I'm, I'm working with all of this and I'm recording pretty much often. There were a few times when I took some time off. I went on a little hiatus. At one point I was dealing with some stuff that was really taking my mind and my concentration away from creative avenues. And I, I took a few weeks off, but then I got back to it. And now, as I said, regardless as to how I may feel, I feel a little sluggish. You know, I'm not always in the mood to plug up and, and sit here for 30 minutes or on my other show reset today, I'm doing 15 minute episodes because I was recording from my tablet on Spreaker. And, you know, it, it takes a lot. It takes a lot of commitment. It takes dedication. It takes courage, as I mentioned in the other podcast, to get up and do this. Although I'm not being seen on a, you know, a video screen or a TV or a channel my voice is going out there. My content is going out there. And so it, it takes a lot. You are not always going to feel like doing it. You, you are going to have some days like I do. Some days I question why I'm even doing this. Like really? Why? I, I am not... You know, I'm grateful for the support. I'm grateful when I see the numbers climbing, but it is not out there in a really major, you know, uh, broad way. And, and sometimes it's like, why, why am I sitting here every day or several times a week taking time out of my schedule to do this? Really? Why? But then the answer all co always comes back to my main motive behind all of this, behind the publishing of the books, the music that I have created and produced and published and, you know, put out. I'm doing it in hopes of, well, first and foremost, I'm doing it to glorify God. That's number one. It is for the purpose of building his kingdom, making his name known, um, representing him. That's first and foremost. I have to put that out there. Secondly, these are some 
creative abilities that I've been blessed with. And these are some things that I enjoy doing. So I do it for that purpose, for the enjoyment of it. But I do it because I like to encourage and inspire and motivate people. I have been awarded uh, awards in class settings a few years back. I graduated from a 18 week program, a CSET program here in Virginia. And at the end of that program, I was awarded the best community spirit. I was always the one to uplift and support and help the other students. And at the end of it all, it was recognized. And I have a letter to this day. I was able to salvage a book that has uh, reference letters and, you know, it comes my resume cover letter, all of that. I put it all in a black book. And the manager of that program wrote a letter of recommendation for me. And she said in it, she said, you know, we really miss having Stephanie around to inspire us. She said she inspired the staff as well as the students, her energy, her level of dedication. This is who I am in a nutshell. I always like finding ways to teach. When I try something and it's really good, I want to get the word out. It helps the, the person who you know provides the product. I don't care if it's a cell phone company or a lotion. I'm always giving out that information. And I've always been, oh, let me read a good book. I have to tell you about it. And then I even went further than that. Years ago, I opened up a gift shop and I stocked that shop you know, it was a home-based business, but I ordered all kinds of books and Bibles and cards. And I, you know, ordered them wholesale from Christian book distributors. And what I would do more than selling those items, I would give them away because if I find something good, I, I want to share it. And so that's my motive for doing this. It is not about the money. It's good. It, it is definitely appreciate it. And it is definitely something to aspire to, to monetize your podcast and things of this nature. But if somebody listens and really hears this message and it changes your life in some kind of way, then it's not in vain. What I have gone through, the years that it took to get to this place, it is not in vain. And not only that, I always think about the scripture that talks about storing up treasures for heaven. All of this is being noted, and I will be rewarded someday for this because it is. it takes a lot to encourage others, especially during times in your life when you need that encouragement. So that's what I want you to do. I want you to start where you are. Stop looking at everyone else. It's fine to look at other people's channels, get ideas. It's fine to listen to other podcasts and gather ideas. But what about your unique sound? What about your voice? What about the ideas that you have about starting your own podcast or radio show or YouTube channel? Your ideas matter. Yes, you are, are you know, 
what is the word I'm looking for? I'm, I'm stumped for a word there. You, you want to think about what would attract people to whatever it is you're doing. Yes, that's important. But what, what about what you think? What about what ideas you have? Go and get those papers. Go get your notebook, your journal. Dust that stuff off and, and look at the ideas that you've written. And if you haven't written anything down, then get a notebook. It, it doesn't have to be anything fancy. Years ago, I used to, oh my goodness, I had so many journals. I probably had about a good 50 journals since I've started journaling back in the 90s. And I would fill those books up, but I would order them. I would, you know, go in the store, especially Walmart. I go into um, stores like Ross. I always go to their journal section, Staples, anywhere that they sell notebooks. And now, you know, Amazon, Walmart, all these places, there's Etsy. I've never ordered from them, but I look at their site sometimes. But you know, I'm a traditional Walmart and Amazon shopper. And if you could see my email list and my, my cart, I am always buying off of those sites. In fact, I just sent my daughter a beautiful um, leather bound journal. I think I got hers from Walmart. And then I sent my friend um, a beautiful bracelet and some beautiful scripture cards off of Amazon just a few days ago. And she's texted me like two different times. She's like, oh my gosh, where did you find this beautiful bracelet? And today I got a text from her. Well, she sent it yesterday. I got it this morning. She said, I love these scripture verse cards. And she said, I've been reading like one a day. So I like to shop and find beautiful, encouraging and inspiring um materials and products. And it, it does, it, it uplifts the heart. It helps you whatever you need to do. I do not know where you are. I do not know what space you're in. I do not know what place you're in. Perhaps you're recovering from something. It can be something as hard as a drug addiction, if that's where you are. And I'm not singling anyone out. We know that people have their issues and their struggles. You can be bouncing back right now from alcoholism. You can be dealing with financial struggles. And Lord knows I've had a lot of them. And that is not because you know, I'm a shopaholic or um, because I like to go out and get my hair and nails did and all that kind of stuff. I have always been a responsible person, had a lot of responsibility that at a young age with a family, you know, and I learned through watching my mother how to be a homemaker. And I learned not from her <laughs> about budgeting and you know, taking care of the bills. I had accounting in high school. So I was always good at balancing the books and, you know, keeping my checkbook straight. Yes, I like the shop, but I made sure I paid my bills and responsibilities first. So whatever your situation is, wherever you are right now, there are, there are ways in which you can start on your dreams without any money. You do not, don't let that be an excuse. Don't, don't sit back and say, that was my excuse. When I sat in front of, uh, Derek, we, my husband and I call him uh DJ JD, the DJ, 
my husband named him that. But anyway, um, we sat in front of him and he said, you know, what is your problem? Those were his words exactly. He said, lady, what is your problem? He said, I'm listening to your voice and, and what you have to say. And I listened to some of your music. And mind you, this was my old stuff on SoundCloud and YouTube. And he said, I'm like, this lady's voice is powerful. It needs to be heard. He said, why are you not out there? And I said, well, I no longer have my equipment. This he said, okay, I'm going to give you that computer right there. Well, that is the very computer that I'm podcasting on to this day. If he had not done that, I may still be in that sitting and thinking and planning and preparing, but still procrastinating stage. He gave me that opportunity to start even right there before I had everything else. I had the content. I had written things. I was in the process of um, preparing to publish my books, but even the computer came in handy to be able to do that, to publish and do everything from the desktop. And I recently, I'd you know, done some things for him just to let him know how much I appreciated that. And it wasn't just about the computer. It was about him taking time from what he's doing. He's a DJ and I don't, I don't have his information. It's something like DJ Hyperhouse, And he does like, from what I know, tech music, but he also told me and shared with me a gospel blend that he put together. And it was really hot. It was on my computer when I got it. And I said, well, I really like this gospel mix. And he's like, oh, wow, really? You know, really surprised that I, I like that mix the way he put it together. But he's doing his own thing. And he, you know, he does his show live. And, you know, we ride past his house a lot. And you'll see those disco balls going off. And he has this huge setup in his basement where, you know, not necessarily the basement, but the lower level of their house. And he has all his computers set up all around and his DJ and equipment and lights and all of this. I'm nowhere near that, but I didn't look at that and say, okay, well, I need this. I need to do that. He gave me the computer. I downloaded the programs and bought myself a microphone and headphones. And I got started right there. And that's what I'm working with. And periodically I'll go and I'll search for other outlets and avenues, but you can start right there. You have a tablet. You know, I just recently started recording another show using my tablet. If you have an iPhone, you can plug up a microphone. Come on. There are not any excuses that are going to allow you to get away with not starting right now and where you are. Oh, I don't have the time. Oh, I have to do make the time. There is always going to be something for you to do. Make the time carve out. I don't care. Some people, there's a podcast that I really like. I gave her a shout out a few times, talked about her in the episode. I've subscribed to this woman's channel. I liked some of her um, podcast episodes and most of hers are like, 11, 12 minutes. Come on. You can find that kind of time. It's called uh, Blood Bought, the podcast, and her name is Frances Marshall. 
Come on, you can find time. You don't have to sit here. I usually do at least 30 minute episodes on Anchor because that's the time that is allotted when I sign on my desktop. Spreaker on my tablet is 15 minutes. If I do Spreaker on a desktop, it's 45 minutes. So I try to keep it between the 15 and 30 minute mark. If you only have five minutes, years ago on YouTube, I used to do what was called woe moments, woe standing for word of encouragement. And I took little tracks that my husband either created or someone gave to him to use. And they were not necessarily, you know, tracks that we were going to use. And I wasn't going to put lyrics to them because they were really like rap type, you know, tracks or whatever. And I just got an idea one night. I said, let me, you know, my husband, he was the one that started this. And he would always say, why don't you go minister something over this? I created this, but, but while I'm creating this, all I hear is your voice talking over it. And so I come upstairs in our booth, which is uh, one of our closets in our room. And I would start to record and just, you know, record from my heart. I would freestyle messages. And so I did that and I posted them on YouTube and there's something like two to three minutes word of encouragement to inspire someone. And I may even grab some of those off of there and record them into um, my podcast because I do not want that stuff just lying dormant or not being heard. It's something that was put out there years ago, but it's relevant for today. So I'm just saying there are all types of avenues that you can travel. And if podcasting is not your thing, then so be it. Publishing books is not for everyone. Writing books is not for everyone. Just because that's what I do. If you're not musically inclined, if you don't sing, fine. Are you an artist? I, I was just talking to my son, Christian. He'll be 11 in October. He has a phenomenal artist. The little boy is so gifted, instruments, sports, uh, speaking. Uh, he has an ability to, to listen and comprehend when I'm, he's a homeschool kid. He's never been to school. And so, you know, we've done so much with him through the years and all it's, it's a blessing to see how everything is just materializing in his young mind and the life. He's excellent when it comes to his studies, but he has so many creative interests and he draws, and I mean, draws really well and has for many years and he paints and uh, he makes Lego movies and all of these things. I bought him a Lego movie maker because he was interested. And he used to take my husband's iPhone and just take all these still shots and make movies. And I mean, he spends hours a week on this hobby because why he wants to become a movie maker, a filmmaker one day. So as parents, as I said before, we do all we can do to encourage and inspire him. He showed me a few animations of pictures that he drew and then he painted them and put them on the phone and made videos out of them. And I just asked him, I said, would you like to do a YouTube channel showing this? And he said, oh, like other people do? I said, yes, it does not matter that you're only almost 11. 
what you're doing is really good and it will inspire people. And, and my belief is it'll inspire people even more to see that such a young child can do this. If a child can do it, surely you can. And so that's what I'm here for. Please do yourself a favor. You'll thank me later. Start now start where you are start with what with what you have if it's just free resources right now then start there anchor is free to podcast you can start off free and upgrade later spreaker has free accounts start free upgrade later that's what i did i've recently upgraded because i decided to use spreaker as another outlet but there are so many different avenues. There are so many different free apps or low paying apps, some subscriptions you can get for $5 a month, whatever it is you're interested in. If you need to enhance your skills or ability, take an online training, do something to help yourself. Me personally, I've supported many people. I've supported many artists through the years from purchasing books, purchasing movies, purchasing other items. I'm a supportive person. Would I like the same? Yes, I would. But this is the thing. Don't look at or focus on what anyone else is giving to you or doing for you. Do it yourself and get the reward of knowing that, hey, no matter what I was going through, no matter how I felt, I got up, I did it. I started and I persevered. Reward yourself along the way. Do not get down and out. I talked a little bit two episodes prior to this one on a very controversial figure of his time, Reverend Ike. And you have to go back and listen to that episode because I do not have time to get into it, but I talked about him in more detail in It Is Not Too Late. And I talked about how I never listened to him and why, and then how I came to hear some of his teachings years ago and just listened again recently. And the reason why I like a lot of what I heard and a lot of his message and not saying that I agree with everything that he taught from what I heard, I do not and I don't have to, and you do not have to agree with everything that you hear in no way, no way do you have to. We all have our own belief systems and we filter things through our experiences and our own lenses. But all I'm saying is when I finally listened after judging the man so many years from a young child, because of what I heard, I'd never heard his message. And I totally banished, would not have anything to do with or listen to a word the man said because everyone else talked so negatively about him, his prosperity gospel and Reverend Ike is pimping the gospel and this and that. So I stayed away from it. The man's message was one of empowerment. He lifted up people. He encouraged. He inspired. He tells his story about how he grew up 
poor and how he made a decision one day that he did not like that life and he would do whatever it took to change. And he didn't go out and sell drugs. He didn't go out and do anything illegal. The man studied the Bible. I believe a few messages he talked about going into seminary or the cemetery as he and a lot of others call it. But um, he studied the word. He said that is his favorite book. And he began to see a lot in the word that could be used to form what he titled mind science. And he, he tells you, I am not teaching a doctrine. This is not a denomination. He said, I don't even have a desire to pastor churches. He said, this is my platform to get this word out. He taught people how to think. He has a, um, a material label thinkonomics. So he was big on using the mind. What is wrong with that? Absolutely nothing. If you look around you, there are a lot of people, a lot of outlets out here that try to do everything to keep you from using your mind. In fact, they want you to lose your mind so that you can come along and follow what they are doing without asking too many questions. Like me personally, when I came up under some of the ministers that I came under and I would study the Bible and I would get a different revelation. And when I go back to them and ask them like, well, you know, why do we do this? Or why don't we do this? This was in the Bible. This is not, they would say, oh, stop being rebellious and just, you know, just do what I asked you to do. Just, you know, stop questioning. A lot of people don't want you to question things because when you wake up and come to your senses, you say, ah, okay, I understand what you're doing or what you're trying to do here. I respect the man. Again, I do not agree with everything that I've heard him teach, but from the teachings that I have heard have not been that many. I've gotten a good bit of information, good bit of useful information out of what he was teaching. And I highly respect the man for his beliefs, his willingness to share, because a lot of people, as I'm closing this out, a lot of people want to get, if you've ever watched a lot of these infomercials, they keep you hanging on to the very end. They tell you all this great stuff. And then at the end of it, it's like, okay, you want the rest, buy my book. And it's this astronomical amount, you know, buy my products and I'll show you. And if I broke, you know, purchased some of them and still didn't get the answer. So all I'm telling you today is start where you are and begin to live your dreams. Have a blessed day.